Welcome into the October 3rd episode of the Locked On Leafs podcast. I'm Mike DiStefano with Dave Morissuti. We've got a preseason game to recap from Friday night and a preseason game to preview tonight. Leafs in Montreal. Also, Dave, we got to get into these weird blinder things that the goalies had on in practice over the weekend. And Rasmus Sandin's trip into the woods. Yes, you heard that correctly. He made some interesting uh, trips into the woods to find some... Eh, Special stuff. We'll talk about that, all that more coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Leafs podcast. Your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into the Locked On Leafs podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm Mike DiStefano, host of today's show from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother on TSN's Overdrive and TSN 1050's Leafs Lunch. Joining me, it's my co-host Dave Morissuti from Sportsnet, also a writer for the NHLPA. Locked On Leafs is a daily Maple Leafs-centric podcast. Be sure to subscribe for free wherever you get your podcast from. You can also now catch us up on video format on YouTube. Search up Locked On Leafs and make sure that you are also subscribed and hit the little notification bell so that you can get new content directly sent to you each and every day, Monday through Friday, five shows a week, all season long, right here on Locked On Leafs. Dave, what's going on, buddy? How's your weekend? Weekend was good. Getting some uh, work done outside. Broke a pickaxe. You, wait, you broke a pickaxe? Yep. Doing what? Cutting wood? Firewood? No, I don't know if you ever know, you know what zebra grass is. It's like really tall grass you usually see on like golf courses and stuff. Sure. Need to move, move some of it away from my pool. It was a little, getting a little too wild. I, these are some strong roots, man. It just snapped the damn thing in half. Jesus. Uh, I've had this thing for a while and I've gone through like some decent stuff. I'm like, I've never broken. I've never even come close to breaking this thing. So yeah. Apparently, I'm ready for ready for the season to start. Apparently, you put on that brute strength. Maybe you went gallivanting into the forest for some magic mushrooms. We'll chat about that in a moment, by the way. A uh, little teaser to what maybe to expect. Not magic as in drugs, but just, you know, mushrooms in general. Um, but Friday night, let's recap this game Friday before we move on to tonight's game with the Leafs and Habs. Uh, big night for Nick Robertson, right? Maple Leafs coming away with the victory, but Nick Robertson, I'd say, was definitely the the standout in that game, scored twice, got an apple. And I think it was a big night for him, you know, going out and showing the coaching staff and showing Sheldon Keefe, hey, I belong here. I want to be in this top six, and I'm going to show you that I can be productive while doing it. Yeah, we. it's funny because I kind of wrote off this game before it even happened. Like, ah, it's not a big the, the big boys aren't in. Um, but, yeah, Nick Robbins is just like, yeah, hold my beer. I mean, when you look at this game, too, it was like basically like a Marley squad yeah. taking on a pretty decent Senators lineup. Like, they had a lot of players out there. Batherson, Norris, like Kachuk, Stutes. Like, they had a lot of guys who are going to be on this team. Arden Zub, Shabbat. And the Maple Leafs went out there and made them look like they were in, in Belleville, realistically, yeah. which I thought was pretty impressive. And Nick Robertson right up at the top of that list. Yeah, Robertson, you know, 
these these are the games where you put you tell Nick Robertson we're putting you top line you're gonna be playing against NHLers. Let's see what you can do. Safe to say he looked pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. He's gonna play tonight also, but I- I'm curious what you think. What more is he gonna have to do in your opinion to solidify a spot? in that top six like is is he somebody who you expect to make this team does he have a long ways to go before he ends up winning this job like or did this game that he had on friday kind of really cement himself and do big things for where he stands in that uh in that open competition yeah i think it'll come down to also you know zach aston re situation also bears a lot of watching because they got to make a contract, you know, contract space for him in the lineup, and you know, I, I think Robertson the, that that second line left winger spot is his, it's his for the taking, right? Especially with Tavares out, like you're gonna need some scoring punch on that second line, and so what I want to see in the next game is is that offensive output something that can be relied upon. He doesn't have to score every night, but is he gonna be an offense offensive threat? on most nights. So that that's what I'm looking for. And if he, that's what he's able to do, then I think he has a good shot at making the team. I'm not going to say he has a pretty much won a job on the team, but I think he, like him, and I'm going to also put Pontus Holmberg in terms of like guys that really are giving themselves the best chance to make this team right now. I put Mulligan in that, uh, in that trio as well. Somebody who also mm-hmm. scored in this game against the senators just keeps making plays keeps making things happen and you know both those guys kind of vying for positions or all three of those guys vying for positions with the maple leaves uh it was also the first time that we saw a goaltender go the full 60 minutes Ilya samsonov uh was pretty good i thought in that game allowed one goal late uh, or allowed that third goal late in the game kind of a squeaker that he, he allowed pass someone that i'm sure he would want back but outside of that, I thought that Samsonov actually looked pretty good uh, in his, his second uh, second game with the Leafs and first full 60-minute uh, of action. Well, especially because he didn't have exactly the best lineup playing in front of him, right? right. This is also a banged-up blue line, so this is not even the best Leafs blue line that they can put out really for, no, for a little while. So I think it, it was an encouraging performance for him, especially like this, this open-night job. That's what these guys are gunning for right now. They're both both Samsonov and Murray are. I, I can't pick. It's right now. It's kind of right now. You would think Samsonov because you've we've seen him more, but it could be like Matt Murray could have another good performance uh, and might put himself in the conversation too. Like I can't for the life of me figure out which goaltender I would t- put in opening night. It's funny because we were having that exact conversation today on on Leafs lunch where. You know, some people are anointing. Um, I mean, you said Simpsonov, interestingly enough, but you know, Matt Murray as as the one A in this competition, and we don't really know exactly how much of a competition it is. Like, is it one or is it going to be literally be splits? Like, are they coming in thinking fifty fifty type of spot? Is one guy going to get roll with the hot hand and end up with a bulk of starts at the end of the year? I'm not really sure, but so far so good with uh, Samsonov. Murray will play tonight against the Montreal Canadiens. He's expected to play the full game as well. Uh, I know it was Friday, but like I'm trying to think, was there anything else that stuck out to you about that game? Or uh, oh yeah, is there anything that stuck out to you? I suppose anyone else who kind of made a, a name for themselves? 
I like that checking line of Aston Reese, Albe Kubel, and uh, David Camp. That's a solid checking line right there. Yeah, absolutely it is. And and I I personally believe that whichever third line they end up rolling with will be a defensive checking line. They still got to sign Zach Aston Reese to a contract. I was playing around with um, doing some armchair GMing, trying to figure out exactly maybe what this team could be because there's still a trade to be made, David. And we could talk about this maybe in a couple of days, uh, but there's a trade that still has to be made in order to make this team comfortable with their cap situation and to get Zach Aston re-signed under contract. But they have looked good so far, uh, so far so good. So I would agree with you. It seems like Camp and Aston Reese, I think that's two games now in preseason that they've played alongside each other. So Keith clearly trying to build up some chemistry and seeing what they look like alongside each other. Potentially that could be two-thirds of your shutdown defensive line on opening night. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. And when we get back, there are some interesting things going on in Leafland over the weekend. Sandine got to speak with the media after landing in Toronto. Uh, he was talking about going out into the wilderness and, and foraging for some mushrooms. Uh, we'll get into that. And then some really interesting things happening with the goaltenders wearing some you know, special sunglasses to try and help them with their puck tracking. We'll chat about that, and we'll hear from Matt Murray uh, about that on the other side. But first, David, got to hear from one of today's show sponsors. And it's simply safe. Simply safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen simply safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust uh, of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own place. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Let me tell you, with 24-7 professionals monitoring Simply Safe's agents, they'll call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch the police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, or door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways uh, to instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Our monitoring experts use uh, proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Uh, customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month completely free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back into the Locked On Leafs podcast. I'm Mike DiStefano. Got Dave Morsuti next to me. We are your hosts here at Locked On Leafs. And uh, speaking of the Leafs, man, there's an interesting weekend in terms of just like some kind of quirky things going on. You had Bunting and Nylander at like a Tim Hortons taking coffee orders and whatnot imagine that imagine just driving around and eh, can i get a uh, large double double sure you show up and you got michael bunting and william nylander in your grill handing you your coffee saying have a nice day do you imagine that i'd, I'd have to make sure the car co- like they kind of do like a quick sip test on the coffee yeah. before i drive away like uh, there's milk in it i wanted cream <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like would you be one of those people that would like 
like drive around again and be like, are you that guy? Are you that guy? Will you, will you right there on the spot, get your order right? Or do you just take the L and walk out of the place and you're just drinking milk instead of cream or cream instead of milk? So I do want, I always mean if I like order things and let's say it comes like a bag, I always check before I leave. Cause I've always without fail, they'll something will be missing. Oh, the other day I was at McDonald's and I was like, you know, I got a meal or whatever. And I said, oh, is the straw in the bag? Yep, straw's in the bag. Okay, do we have ketchup? Yep, ketchup's all in the bag. Okay, perfect. Drive away. Guess what wasn't in the bag, David? Straw and ketchup. Neither straws nor ketchup was in the bag. So, yeah. You're better off. Always check it. Always check it. Let's say, like, they give me the wrong drink. I'm just just driving off. It's just not even worth the hassle. (laughs) yeah yeah I've, I've been in that situation like i i'd like milk inside my teas and whenever you get cream i'm like oh cream but i suck it up i drink it anyways because if i've well, left I like the drive through, I'm yeah if i've left the drive i do get pissed when i order a tea and i get a coffee because i don't like coffee that's where i'm like okay i gotta if there's no wine i will go back and i will be like hey ordered a tea not a coffee and then they'll switch it up but if there's a line I'm sucking it up. I'm taking the L, taking it on the chin. Um, meanwhile, back in Sweden, uh, Rasmus Sandin spoke about what he was doing with uh, some of his off time gallivanting in the forest. Here's what he had to say. What did you, what did you do to take your mind off the negotiations, get away from it, turn the phone off? What did you do? Uh, play some golf, you know, uh, get on the golf course. Uh, I was actually out walking in the woods a couple times and. You know, that's uh, something I have definitely not, not done before. So um, just not bring my phone a little bit and, and uh, you know, just, just enjoying some time with family back home and stuff no like bears. that. So it was lots of fun. No bears, I hope. No bears, no. I'm, I'm too <laughs> south of Sweden, so no bears. And I'm half, I wouldn't go into the woods if I was up north. Are you, are you somebody that uh, just woke jet lag or is, how's that? Usually the way coming over here is usually a little bit easier than going back to Sweden. So hopefully it'll just be another day or so. And uh, I, I think after today's practice, I'm going to sleep very well tonight. How, how did the walks in the woods help you? Did you were you able to turn off? Yeah, I was actually uh, looking for some what do you call it, chanterelles or whatever in the woods and stuff. So um, you know, I uh, definitely just, you know, I didn't look at my phone. I was just you know, focusing on, on finding some chanterelles out there. So, um, you know, and, and got in some uh, cooking and stuff as well. So that was uh, it was big help. I didn't have to go buy them in the store. Two quick ones to wrap up. William said you looked bigger when he was training with you. How much bigger are you? And second, with Timothy out, the right side, there's a spot open there. So he's getting there today. What's your comfort with the right? Uh, first off, lots bigger. Um, okay. <laughs> no, I feel stronger. I feel better in my body overall. Uh, I feel healthy. I feel. I just feel really good. So um, I'm excited to be back, and, and uh, hopefully that will show. Um, second part. You know, as, as I said, yeah, there, we have such a good D here. D core here is really, really good. So, um, you know, I feel comfortable on the right side. I felt pretty good out there today. As I said, I felt better today than than what I thought I was going to do. Um, but, you know, uh, I need to prove myself. I need to, you know, show them that that uh, I I had a good summer and and uh, be ready for when the season starts. I mean, have you ever gone into the forest and forged mushrooms in your life, David? I have. I was told at a very young age, you do not even touch the mushrooms in right. the forest. It's poisonous, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's different out in Sweden. I mean, Chanterelle mushrooms is 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 like a higher end mushroom. That's a that's a good mushroom, if I'm not mistaken. So the fact that they just got them growing wild and like like what, is there a forest in the back of his house? Like, what's he doing? Going just 
randomly into a forest looking for chanterelle mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. Like, it must he must live in. Like, I'm I'm sure like Europe is totally different from like where we are here. Like, I that's one place I always like I want to go visit is Sweden because I've heard it's so beautiful. But like yeah. now that you hear you have like these like amazing mushrooms growing in the forest. Now nah, I wouldn't touch them still. But just to see it would be incredible. Yeah, we lost Mike there for a little bit. Uh, we're just dealing with some technical difficulties. Uh, so <laughs> the the funny thing is with the Sandine thing is, yeah, you look at, you know, him going into the wild. And like, I guess that gives you the good thing about what Sandine, I guess, was doing during this time is he wasn't letting the outside noise kind of influence his decision. Obviously he, he did say seeing Cali Yarncroke and Alexander Kerfoot play on defense kind of led to his decision to <laughs> eventually, you know, sign. But I think, I think just him, you know, going out into the woods and doing the mushroom stuff was pretty, uh, was pretty interesting in of itself. And I think we got Mike back now. Yeah. I don't know. Internet issues is what it is, pal. We all we all experience them, but uh, hopefully we're back. So what are we, are we talking about? This Rasmus Sandine oh, situation. We, I, I just said it was a kind of a good thing that he, for him, you know, as some people they get when they're like stuck in those situations, they might be looking at their phone all the time, looking at news, looking at what people are saying on social media. And the good thing is, like, nah, I just went out in the woods and looked at mushrooms. It's pretty- yeah, I guess it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world. I suppose there could have been a lot worse things that uh, you wouldn't have wanted him doing. So, yeah, you're right. It's just a little bizarre. It's a little eccentric, a little out there. Not something that yeah. I would be doing in my spare time. But I also don't play in the NHL. So sometimes uh, those you know people who make it pro athletes are some interesting people. I mean, what was it? Aaron Rodgers talked about a uh, big ayahuasca guy let himself to back-to-back MVPs on ayahuasca. So who knows? Who knows? I don't know. You know, Sean Trout mushrooms are not the, the magic mushrooms, but maybe, uh, I mean, he did gain, what, 16 pounds over the course of the offseason? Maybe it was the Sean Trout mushrooms packing on that weight. Maybe. Speaking of, actually, before we move on and kind of tee up tonight's game, Sandine putting on 16 pounds. Your thoughts on that? Well, for a guy that, you know, plays as physical as he does, smaller too, it it makes him vulnerable to get injured. We've seen him take get some uh, unfortunate injuries. Not always his fault. I think it's good to see that he's trying to put himself in that situation where he is, you know, we we talked about Robertson need to put to increase the, you know, to get up to his weight up. The same with Timothy Lilligren. I think it's good that these guys realize we're smaller in stature, but we're not. We're also going to try to make sure that we can go with these bigger bodies in the NHL. I think it's it's a good thing. Yeah, you don't want to see them put up too much weight because then it just means they're out of shape or they're just not real. They're, well, it could affect yeah. their mobility, right? Like yes. ultimately, if you can't, if your body sometimes it just can't carry, you no, know, a, a large amount of weight and still be as flexible and mobile as you need to be to play in the modern day NHL, especially as a defenseman. So although it's good to see him put on a little bit of weight, maybe it'll help him in some of those board battles and net front battles. He'll try and box out guys. I remember very vividly him getting absolutely worked by Ryan Reeves. I don't know if 195 pounds is still enough to, to outwork Reeves. He's a pretty big boy. Yeah. But maybe it'll help him with uh, you know the more average-sized NHL or 
you know, in and around 200, 205 pounds, just having that little extra body weight to kind of lean on somebody and, and try and box him out. So perhaps it'll work. Hopefully it just doesn't impact his skating and, and mobility at all. That's the only thing that I would caution when guys put on that much weight, uh, you know, over the course of one off season. Depends how it was put on. If it was put on, you know, in his legs and in his core, I think that's great. That's explosiveness. If it was, you know, upper body strength, arms, chest, and whatnot, it's not always the best for uh, for, for NHLers. Nice. All right, we'll take one more quick break. When we get back, Sandine's not going to be in action tonight, but a good portion of the uh, projected team will be playing tonight against Montreal Canadiens in preseason play. We'll tell you who that is on the other side. Uh, you'll listen to Leafs, uh, Locked On Leafs, here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back into Leafs. I'm Mike DiStefano with Dave Morissuti. We got a Leafs game night tonight. Toronto in Montreal taking on the Canadiens. And we're at that point in the preseason where we've kind of seen our first round of cuts go down. By the way, that did happen today. Curtis Douglas, uh, Pavel Gogolev, a couple of names. Uh, the bigger names, I guess, that were sent down. Joseph Blandese as well. Um, other than that, no real – not that they were surprises – but those were kind of the names that uh, we expected to see get cut. But that means that we're going to see more and more NHL-ready rosters in these preseason games. And tonight will be kind of the first time we probably get a glimpse at, at what the uh, opening night lineup could look like. Uh, projected lineup, the Bunting-Matthews-Marner trio will get their shot tonight to lace it up for their first preseason game together. Robertson, Kerfoot, Nylander on a line. So... You know, this is some uh, a line that I project to maybe be the second line come opening night. So Robertson getting a look with Kerfoot and Nylander. Aston Reese, Pontus Holmberg, who you've talked about as a bit of a dark horse candidate in these uh, preseason, and Nicholas Abe-Kubel. So those three will make up the third line with Camp getting a night off. And then Alex Steves, Adam Gaudet returns from his shoulder injury. Uh, so he'll play tonight as a fourth-line center. Good opportunity for him to get a good look uh, and try and push for that fourth-line center role. And then Dennis Mulgan getting another opportunity to uh, to try and fight for, uh, fight for a roster spot alongside those two. Defensively, Morgan Riley and TJ Brody. Giordano and Hull as the second pair. Philip Kral and Mete will be the third pair. And then Matt Murray will be starting the game and is expected to, uh, to play the entire 60 minutes. So what are you uh, most excited to see out of this lineup tonight, Dave? I'm going to be, it's funny because a friend of mine or a colleague of mine who uh, is working the game uh, tonight, he was like, all right, so who should I be looking for on the lease? Literally pretty much got my pregame, uh, my pre-podcast work done then. I said, well, yeah, Robertson's a big one just because he's, uh, you know, trying to build off the last performance. And then you have uh, like Holmberg is another guy too, like, cause he plays center and Tavares is out. Like you're going to need, that depth there over at center. And then I'm trying to think who else would I be looking at? I mean, oh, um, and Victor Mete is another guy because the Leafs right now, as it stands, the depth is a little shaky on on defense, right? And he's a guy that they're going to have to make a decision on whether they're going to put him on waivers or if they're going to – you don't want to put yourself too thin on the blue line, which is why – some when I heard someone suggest, oh, is he going to go on waivers? I'm like, can't really risk having too many guys being put on waivers than being claimed. But he's another guy like 
there's a posi- there's a there's a job here that he can win, right? Lilligren comes back and changes that a little bit, but um, yeah, that's, those are kind of like the three things I'm looking at. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see Robertson what he can do as a follow up to Friday night's game, right? A good chance to uh, to to get a good look here next to Nylander and Kerfoot because if he can go out there, rip a puck, play well off the puck, especially as well, I think it bodes well for him uh, in the future. Uh, going into it, trying to make this team, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm looking at this roster right now, and another guy I'm hoping has a good outing would be Adam Gaudet. First time we get to see him in uh, Leafs uniform playing in a game. So if he can go out and have himself a decent game and prove, hey, I'm here, I could be a, a good fourth liner for this team. I mean, he's someone who makes 750k, right? League minimum. At least you're going to need those type of contracts. He's somebody who can kind of play up and down your lineup a little bit. So I, I think that uh, I think those you know those players will be a couple of decent guys who I'd be kind of keying in on, and then obviously Matt Murray, right? Chance to watch him. We've seen Sam Sonov pretty solid through a couple of games here. Get him a chance to uh, to play a, a full sixty minutes. See what that looks like tonight. Yeah, you you want to make sure that Murray's building off what he's saying. I mean, we heard. Uh, I know we uh, maybe we can just discuss the clip like the kind of things that they're doing in practice where they're wearing special goggles to block out the, <laughs> so the way that this was described was there's special goggles that block out your peripheral vision and yeah. forcing you to look, use the middle part of your eyes. Cause that's what's strongest. I well, found it forces, you, it forces you actually, I, I look deeper into it a little bit, not just use your eyes, but actually to move your head. So you're not relying on your peripheral and you can get full head movement and track the puck and see things a little bit better. So that's what it's also supposed to do. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see if it works. Apparently it's kind of popping up around the NHL a little bit here and there. Uh, I think Colorado used it a bit last year. They probably used it in Vancouver, I would assume. Um, that's where Curtis Sanford, the goalie coach, came from. And uh, they got a pretty good one in uh, Thatcher Demko down there. So perhaps it was used there. But, I, I mean, I, I anything, you know, Anything is I'm is worth trying, right? Yep. So, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. But yeah, Matt Murray will get uh, the full sixty in this one tonight. All it's, right, buddy. Give me a prediction for how you think tonight's gonna go before we sign off. I'm gonna go four two Leafs. Four two Leafs. Who's playing in Montreal? I should probably take take a look at that. Okay. Montreal's got a decent lineup, actually, that they're icing, too. It's just two teams. They've both got some NHL star power out here, like Drewin, Monaghan, Anderson, top line. Slavkovsky is going to be in the lineup with Kirby Dock and Mike Hoffman. you got Gallagher in there with Dadanoff and Christian Dvorak on the blue line. Mike Matheson, uh, who else they got? Justin Barron. Blue line's a little bleak, but I think they got a bleak blue line anyway. Jake Allen, fresh off his new contract extension, will be between the pipes. But ultimately, I think that the Maple Leafs are boasting the better lineup. They're the better team also. Uh, a little bit better depth. I think 4-2 is a pretty solid score. I'll uh, I'll one-up you, and I'll go with a 5-2 final. Go a little uh, little prices right on you and just go one 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 goal higher. One goal higher. Uh, all right, Dave, let's, uh, let's leave it there, pal. Should be a fun game tonight. There's only a couple more preseason games left before the real game starts uh, against these Montreal Canadiens. On October 12th, 
Uh, that'll do it for us here today on the podcast, though. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked on Leafs podcast on all podcast platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Making Us Work and Follow Dave at D underscore Morissuti. You can also follow the show at Locked on Leafs. That'll do it. Uh, enjoy the game tonight, folks. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. But until then, keep it locked right here on Locked on Leafs.